This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, this is Hey Dude Shoes. This is an ad. But not for your ears, for your feet. Are they listening? Good. Hey Dude Shoes are the squishiest, airiest, lightest go-to shoes you'll ever have the pleasure of introducing your toes to. So light, a butterfly could steal them. So soft, kittens seethe with jealousy. So cushy, your hands will curse your feet for all the love and attention. Toes, you've hit the jackpot of comfy. Hey dude, good to go to. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. So yeah, I used the savings from switching to Progressive 50 years ago to finally buy my dream car. It's a self-driving flying car, but we just say self-flying now. You know, because it's the future, and cars fly in the future. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Welcome to Cottage Talk full-time. I'm Russ Goldman, and joining me right now is Max Cohen. This is our initial reaction to Fulham's 2-1 to victory against Swansea City on the road. Massive three points for Fulham. I look forward to getting Max's initial reaction, so I'm not going to waste any more time. Max, your opening thoughts on this huge victory for Fulham on the road. Four in a row, Russ, and moving up the table, it's... It's great. It's it's great to be in the situation because so many times in the past we've peaked, you know, a month later. But the fact that we're hitting, you know, full form in November is such a treat because we've been playing catch up in the in the yes. past couple of championship seasons. Now we're truly in a position where we can hit from the front. I yep. think automatic promotion is back on the table. Wait a minute, it's back on the table. Back. Wait a minute. Back. Well, I'll make sure you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true because we've shown in the league in the league like the championship. A couple wins in the row and it changes their season. And we've got four against good teams as well. Yep. So the fact that we go away to Swansea, a playoff team, and produce this type of performance, not the prettiest, but defense held strong. And Mitch Rich, when you have a player like him, 
you're always in, in a match, you know. So I'm feeling optimistic. And what a way to start the weekend. Friday night football. I'll take oh, the win. Listen, let's be honest here. Swansea City came out strong. And is this too simplistic to say the team that took advantage of their opportunities better won the match? Because we've been on the other side of this too many times, Max, where Fulham had all these chances. They wasted their chances. And then the opposition takes advantage of theirs. Is the shoe on the other foot again? It's true, yeah. We, we didn't have many. But when we nope. did, you're right. Mitrovic took them with aplomb. And... They were all over us in periods, Russ. They, they were. did have more, much more chance than we did. And we did, as I said, we held strong. Rodak, I thought was excellent. He Rodak was fantastic. On the goal. But I think of his yep. other saves throughout the match, totally canceled that out. And, you know, we did switch the th- three center backs at the end. That was nervy. But again, I thought the stoppage time. We managed that stoppage time better than any other I think I've seen all season. In terms, you thought they'd be all over us. But we actually had the ball in their half for most of it. So I was impressed by that professionalism. Right when we probably, I think everyone thought in the back of their head, oh, we'll concede here. We'll get a goal. But we did hold strong, and I'm delighted for the lads, really am. It's quite the win, Max, because it's momentum. Once you start winning, it becomes infectious, and then you find ways to win. And uh, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, Scott Parker, the way that he changes the formation at the end. Uh, It makes me a little nervous, but it's winning, right? It's seeing the match out. He put it to the team and uh, put out this formation and uh, they were able to hold on in the end. So I guess you have to give them credit, but what are your thoughts about how they've been seeing these matches out with the change of formation? I'm curious your view on that. I don't love it because it's very nervy. <laughs> and I think, but you have to look at who we have for us. I mean, you're putting on Ken McDonald and Silas Christie. Yep. Those are not players I want when the match is on the line. But the fact of the matter is we, we are so injury hit at the moment. Yep. Look Look who we have, and the fact that we're pulling out these wins, considering the center of the field, the total lack of options we have, it's even more impressive that we can still grind this out. Because no Harrison Reed, no Harry Arden, nope. no Bobby Decordova Reed. It is so thin in there. And, and you look at the bench, those are the best options we had to bring on in defensive situations. Cessino, Stephen Cessino is nowhere to be seen. And that's who we have to bring in. We have to bring on Cyrus Christie. He slipped, it, he slipped over the penalty area at the end. I thought we were going to concede. But again, we make do with what we have, and I think the players are really fighting for a cause. That's the only way I can describe it now, because we didn't have any right to go to Swans and get a result, considering all the players we were missing, the players we have been missing. It's even more impressive. Okay, excellent there, Max. And listen, the match, as I was just mentioning, Swansea City had some incredible opportunities early on, and you had two saves in the beginning stages in the sixth minute by Merrick Rodak. Then Byers hit the post, who ended up scoring the goal a little bit later in the but then let's go right to the goal from Alexander Mitrovic. But we also have to give credit for Bubakar Kamar. Will you watch him? And I know he was in and out of this match, and the announcer said that as well. But this was a great opportunity from Kamara, and uh, I think he's just growing in confidence. But let's talk about the goal from Mitro. That's the first one to play. Is, is, yeah, the first one. Thing. The build-up play is the biggest thing. Um, Kamara's in the right place at the right time. Might have scored, sure, but that's why you have a striker like Mitrovic on hand uh, to, to nod home. He is just beyond belief what Mitrovic has done for club and country this season. And, you know, we're already starting the rumors in January. I know we've discussed this before, but so many clubs, I think, are going to want him. But you saw the interview he gave to Scott Sports earlier today. Yep. He says, you know, I found my happiness here. There's no reason for him to leave Fulham because he loves it so much, and he's playing the best football, football of his career. 
So, what, 15 goals already this season? I said there's no reason he can't break 30 at the beginning of the season. I'm going to stand by that because he's just head and shoulders above this, anyone else in this league. He's, again, just a difference maker out there. He's a presence. He doesn't need much. You know, he didn't have that many opportunities. But, again, it's taking advantage of your chances when you get them. And this was the first goal of two goals from Alexander Mitrovic. And before we talk about the second, let's also talk about, again, another save by Marek Rodak on Byers. Just keep him full with that slim lead of 1-0. This is in the first half. But then Mitro strikes again, Max. Let's talk about the goal that gave Fulham the 2-0 lead in the 42nd minute. What a counterattack. Cavalera seizes on that pass right away. And I thought he was also excellent tonight, even Cavalero. Yeah. The directness of the play, his, his touches, his close control, the skills, everything was superb. And he helps it along. And I think, you know, we don't know what happened on him, but I think he probably slipped. I don't think he meant to help that along to Mitrovic, but sure. it worked out. And the, the finish right in the roof of the net, that's superb for Mitro. It was, it's, it's what we want to see, you know. As soon as we got the ball back, it wasn't a pass back. It was a direct run. And that's where players like Cavalera can thrive. This is bread and butter. It's kind of counterattacking football, running at players, um, quick attacks. He's not one to be involved in kind of slow build-up play, but we unleashed him in that situation. And for, first of all, great time to score the goal. 2-0 going into the half totally makes a different match. And I never – once he scored that goal, I didn't think we'd, we'd, uh, we'd even give up the tie because it, every time we went forward, it looks like we'd strike gold. And that's the kind of clinical nature I want to see from us. It's interesting that you say that because the opportunities going forward were, you know, again, there weren't a huge amount. There were a decent amount, especially in the first half. And and as we go to the second half, Fulham started to control the play. As the announcer kept saying, you know, you could just see them just passing it around with ease. And you could feel them getting into their groove. And they had an opportunity in the 57th minute, Max, in the second half to potentially put this match away. With Ivan Cavallaro. Now, this is a great shot, but good save by the goalkeeper. If this goes in, Max, I think Fulham might e- even win 3 or 4 nil because at that point, I I think they would have really seen this match out. Yeah, the, the second half was odd, Russ, because there were periods when we had passages of play and we completely controlled it. Yep. And as, as the and they came said, back in it. List, and they came back in it. But even when we had that possession, we'd lose it and they'd look dangerous. Yeah, so I was never truly comfortable with that going happen then. To Swansea yeah. because they came to play. They did. And it makes it even more impressive. This is not a bad team. I no. think when we smashed Darby midweek, I think that's a poor side. I don't think they're very good this season. No, this and is a good side for them. But, yeah, this is a quality win. Maybe one of the best of the year. I'd love to know what you think. It's a great topic because when you think about it, when you think of some of the victories, I think you could be right because going to this place Friday night, all the, the eyes around the world that are actually on you watching this match. And to go there and get the victory, I think is huge for their confidence, but also sends a message to the rest of the league. The foam can win on the biggest stage Friday night. I'm going to say what it is. Obviously, you have Saturday too, but when everything is just all about this match and you step up like that, when the lights are on, that's pretty massive. And I think that sends it really just this signal to the league that um, Fulham are going to be around and about automatic promotion. And let's hope that they can get automatic promotion because this to me was a huge step forward. So that's the way I look at it. Yes, Max, I think this is a, 
a signature win, not just who they played, but what it could actually mean to themselves and to their opponents coming up. I, I think it definitely shows everyone something. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. All right. Let me now move forward a little bit because like you and I were just talking about, second half, Fulham had their time in the ball, but then Swansea City was starting to come back to really uh, get control back from Fulham. And then in the 59th minute, you you have another save again on Byers from Rodak, but Byers got the last laugh. I guess you could say, well, they didn't get the victory, but he did score a goal in the 65th minute. This came off of a play from a free kick, and then eventually Byers scores. What were your thoughts about the goal given up by Marek Rodak? It was a poor goal, I think, all around in terms of the defense not doing the job and Rodak not doing his job because we we clear the first uh, free kick initially and every defender knows as soon as you clear your lines in the first, you step up to catch him offside. But we didn't do that. We kept a lot of players onside and then just decided not to mark up at all. I mean, there are three Swansea players, honestly, Russ, who could have headed that one in. Uh, Byers just happened to be the one who got his head on it. And then when he actually does head it, it's, it's close. It's close to Rodak. It's not the best header in the world. It's not right in the corner. And he just palms that basically into the goal. But, you know, I'm going to lay off him because he's done so much all match. You make one error, he's allowed that. Okay. Excellent, Max. All right. Coming up next, let's talk about the turning point of the match and the man of the match. Okay, Max. Let's now get to it. Let's talk about, in your eyes, what was the turning point in this match for full? It has to be that second goal because we got it in the perfect time. Without that, we go into the half 1-0, and then Swansea, I think, might honestly go in and win it because they looked likely to get a second goal, and once they had the momentum at home, you would fancy them to get a second. But the fact that Mitrovic got that goal with a dagger in the heart to Swansea, right at the end of that first half, a two-goal disadvantage, is such a mental hurdle to climb, I think, at home. So that... For me, is when it changed when when Mitrovic smashes that in the top of the net. That's 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 my moment of the match. And then I think you know, just going forward, it's got to be Alexander Mitrovic for man of the match. I cannot stop okay. scoring, and he's as I said earlier, the best player in the league by far. <laughs> okay, I understand why you went for the second goal. I'm actually going to go for the first goal. The mm. reason being because Swansea City were on top. Let's be honest, they were on top, and we've seen. The other side of this, when Fulham are on top and don't score, don't take advantage of their opportunities are wasteful. Well, that was Swansea City, and Fulham made them pay. And I think, in my opinion, that changes the mood in the stadium, everything. It changes everything. So I'm actually going to go, Max, to the first goal from Alexander Mitrovic. Well, what are your thoughts on that? It's a good point. That's equally as good as a point because when we score that one, again, it's against the run of play and it yep. takes the stuffing out of them. So, yeah, I mean, that's also a great shot. Okay, very good. All right. For men of the match, I understand why you went with Alexander Mitrovic. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go with Marek Rodak because yeah, if Marek Rodak not. doesn't make these saves, Max, Fulham don't get all three points. You need the goal scorer, but let's be honest, you need – the shot stopper as well. So I'm going to go with Marek Rodak. What are your thoughts on that? That's a fair play. Yeah, you can see it either way. You know, without Mitrovic, we don't win this game. And without Rodak, we lose this game. So either or, I think they're both fantastic performers. Um, well, well done to both of them. And I think also maybe throw in for third place. I was going to ask you. Stephanie Johansson. 
Yeah. Stephanie Hansen, I think he, again, another great shift. What sums it up for me was, I think it was a 90-second minute or something, he comes flying out of nowhere, slide tackle, blocks um, an attempted pass from a Swansea player, and then miraculously saves it from going out of play and then switches the ball to a full player. I mean, that was just amazing effort happening deep in the match. Same for Mitrovic. The guy's still yep. running 95th minute. I can't even imagine that kind of endurance. Okay, very good. We're talking about the positives. Let's talk about the negatives. For me, Josh Onam is a negative, Max. Yeah, it's it's tough. I think he started the match. We always were crying out for him to have a full 90 minutes. He hasn't really convinced me yet, but he's still a young player. I know we got him in the swap deal with Sessegnon. Parker's faith in him. Matt Wall, the assistant coach's faith in him. I know. I just think players like this need to develop. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. It wasn't the greatest of performances. Another negative is the injuries. Yes. Thin. That bench was thin, but it, it, we pulled it out as it matters. But I think as we enter the festive period, we need players getting back quickly. Bobby Reed, Harry Arder, Harrison Reed, those are the big three for me. If they get back, I feel a lot better about myself. Yeah, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Well, listen, Stephen Sessegnon, if you listen to uh, one of Scott Parker's uh, interviews, he's coming back from injury. So I, I think he pretty much said that, that he's been – Dealing with something, so again, I, I I I think I finally heard that, Max. I don't know if you heard that as well. So that's positive as well. That hopefully these players can start coming back into the team because what's also good being dealing with these injuries. I think the best teams overcome their injuries. Well, Fulham are doing that. Would Fulham be a better side right now if Harry Archer was in there and Bobby Decadorva Reed is coming off of his last match? Do you think they would be better tonight? Possibly. So I think, again, like when Alexander Mitrovic was out, Max, I think you learned something about your side when you have to deal with adversity. In this case, it's injuries. Yeah, that's, that's a great chat as well. If we can play against some of the best teams in the division with a weakened lineup, imagine what we can do with a full-strength lineup. So I agree with that a lot. Okay. I just want to share some stats to uh, finish up with you, Max. I, I know we're going to do this on the post-match show, but I just find this interesting because we always talk about foam dominating possession. These numbers are actually very interesting. Just possession, 53% to 43% max in favor of foam. Total shots, 18 to 10 in favor of Swansea City. On target, 7 to 4 in favor of Swansea City. Those are very interesting. Passing accuracy. 86% for Fulham, 81% for Swansea City. And those are the stats that stand out to me. What stands out to you from the full-time stats? Just the amount of shots uh, Swansea had. They really peppered the goal. They did. And, and credit to Rodak because you have a keeper like that to save shots. And at the beginning of the year, it was almost as if Ben Nelly barely faced any shots on target. And right. you can see a bunch of them. Now it's almost the opposite. We're facing a lot more and we're saving a lot more. So I'll take that. And okay. yeah, just one, one final note, Ross, before we go, go I think this, I would describe this, and I want to hear your thoughts as well, as the first decent win, first good quality win of the season for us. Because if you look at the top 12 for us, we have West Brom, we tied, Leeds haven't played, Forrester fourth, we lost to them, Preston haven't played, Swansea in six, beat them tonight, Bristol haven't played, Brentford haven't played, Hull City lost 3-0, Sheffield Wednesday drew. Cardiff in the 11th, we drew, no all beat. So, and that top of 12 teams, we've beat two. And, and this is the first team in the top six currently we've beat. So this to me, I think is a turning point. 
We've okay. won against almost everyone in in that bottom half, of, except of course Barnsley. But we haven't really played the best teams in the division currently. And with this win, I think it's going to be a positive start for the next run of things where we do play that top 10, top 12 area. And I think this is the best way to start it. That's a good point. But I'm actually going to throw out a match that Fulham didn't win, Max, because it's not a quality win because it's not a win. It's a draw. I think Fulham showed me a great deal against West Brom. I thought they were the better side. Now, let's see what happens the next time they play Mm -hmm. on the road. But that, to me, told me that they're good enough to deal with the best in the league, and maybe they are one of the best in the league. It was just a draw, but in my heart, I thought they deserved to win. But I understand why you're talking about for quality wins. I I, I see this as uh, the top one, so it's a very good point by you. And uh, listen, Fulham are on a roll. This is just great news for us, and we're going to have more coverage of this match on a post-match show. But it is time to wrap up this episode of Full Time. For Max Cohen, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you, as always, for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.